0: On this Friday of the third week of Advent, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Matthew, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about, when his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary your wife into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord hath said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel which means, God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took his wife into his home. He had no relations with her until she bore a son, and he named him Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. We are about to end the third week of Advent. Christmas is almost here. God wants us to hear the story of our Savior's birth, to listen to it as something holy, possibly while we are near the manger and Nativity scene in our homes. But it doesn't matter where we are or who we are with. The main thing is that we listen to what happened, So that we understand what we are about to celebrate, so that we actually live what we celebrate at Christmas. Otherwise, what are we going to celebrate? I propose that we carry out an exercise of imaginative thinking. Let's imagine that we have a newborn child in our arms. If you are a mother or a father, it will be much easier. You'll just have to remember when you first held your child in your arms. If you don't have children, think about when you held your brother or sister, a nephew or a friend's child. We can all remember that moment. It's good to do so. Let's imagine that we hold the child in our arms, as the most fragile thing there is, as the most tender And delicate thing we can imagine. We don't want to wake him up or disturb him. We don't want to make faces or anything like that. We don't want him to cry. We don't want him to suffer. We just want him to sleep peacefully and we want to look at him. If you are a mother or a father, how many hours would you have spent with your child in your arms? If you are not a mom or dad, how much would you want to hold your future child? Try doing this with him or her now. Try holding your child peacefully in your arms. Let's take some time to think, to meditate while imagining this. It is possible to do this if we can make the effort to be quiet and calm. As Christmas draws nearer, we are surrounded with noise And puzzle that attempts to suppress this image and cover up what God wants to see shining brightly. Well, let's try to live this experience of how it feels to hold a child in our arms. And once we become aware of that, let's ask ourselves some questions. Do we realize that God was really born and lived as a child? Do we realize what this means? To think that God wanted to be in the arms of a woman and a man. What madness this is. Only God can be so crazy as to do what no human wants to do, to make himself smaller than his. Blessed madness of God who, with so much love, manages to make all our desires for greatness, grandeur, and pride come crashing down to pieces. God's blessed madness destroys those who are proud-hearted. To think that God was weak, vulnerable, and fragile, just as we all were as children. What does all this tell us? Could it be that God somehow wants us to learn to embrace Him as if He were a child? Could it be that God himself became a child so as not to force us into anything, but on the contrary, to attract us with sweetness, innocence, and fragility? To think that God cried and needed to be cared for by his mother. Is it not that we must once again experience a God who needs and allows himself to be embraced by fragile? and sinful men? Is it not that we ourselves must once again learn to allow ourselves to be embraced, to be cared for, to be loved? Is it not that as we grow older, we cease to be what God really wants us to be, weak and in need of Him? It would be great that today we could imagine such madness. And that this madness might wake us up, convert us, surprise us, and make us really want to receive the love of Jesus in our heart. This is possible. It can happen. In the meantime, amid so much noise and superficiality, let us try to embrace the child in those who are close to us, those who are dear to us, and those who are not. Let us embrace the child in the person you find hard to love, in the poor and the forgotten ones who are alone, in the prisoners or the sick who cannot get out, and in so many who need to find the God, who is much more tender than we think. That God is the one who wants to dwell in our hearts. This is the God who needs our heart to be a real manager, fragile, sometimes having a bad smell, sometimes a little dirty, but a heart which is ready to receive him, a heart which is an open manger, so that others can come to visit it just like the shepherds, like Mary and Joseph and the kings, and like so many who came that day to be with this child, a mysterious sign that was God, a child. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.